Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, ako po si Franco Luna, Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka News, balitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode, we will be running out of sugar around October, first week of October, maybe a little more. Depends if you if you want to stretch it out. But that would be a whole month before we start milling again. And that is the best case scenario. We talk about the whole mess over sugar, beginning with the controversial order to import 300,000 metric tons of it. Is there really a sugar crisis? Let's start with a quick recap. It all started with sugar order number 4, which approved the importation of 300,000 metric tons of sugar into the country. But wait, President Bongbong Marcos, who's also agriculture secretary, says he never actually signed off on it. So people started pointing fingers. Caught in the crossfire was former Agri Undersecretary Leocadio Sebastian. He said that Marcos actually didn't object to the plan. So he was caught by surprise too when the president disowned it later on. Sebastian was forced to resign shortly after. But people in the industry stood by him. Here is former sugar regulatory administrator Hermenegildo Serafica. When we presented the supply and demand, it was indicated in the slides in the presentation, Your Honor, of the regulations department during the time. And they saw the estimated deficit towards the end of August. September production is not sufficient for the demand and barely enough in October. Historically, we need a buffer stock of at least 200,000 metric tons to 250,000 metric tons to carry us through the lean months at the start of the next crop year. To tide us over in September, we need around 170,000 metric tons based on average monthly demand for the last three crop years. Sadafika also said that sugarcane industry groups were the ones recommending at least 300,000 metric tons of imports. And yet Malacanang and members of Congress think it's all artificial. Their proof? Hundreds of thousands of bags of sugar the Bureau of Customs found in warehouses across Luzon. The insinuation was someone was hoarding. Those raids, by the way, were led by Executive Secretary Vic Rodriguez. Here's Senate President Mig Zubiri during the first Senate hearing on it. Obviously, the sugar is going somewhere else. Coca-Cola, look at that. That is sugar that's supposed to go to you. What were they doing in these container vans? How can you explain that? So what shortage are we talking about? In the wake of the SO4 debacle, Marcos agreed to importing 150,000 metric tons if the need arises. Four officials who signed SO4 have since left their posts after Marcos rejected the order. And yet the private sector insists the shortage is real, and it's starting to affect their operations. Here's what Paolo Lobregat told senators. He's president of the Philippine Sugar Millers Association and owns one of the bodegas that was raided. 
I do not believe that it is artificial. When it was being proposed during that meeting I attended in Malacanan, what was being pushed was 150, and I said, anything is better than nothing. I mentioned in my statement yesterday on CNN, I said, Malacanan is being misled. And this was with reference to the rates that have been going on. He says we have stock good to last just 45 days, a month before milling season. Listen to an interview he gave over One News of the Chiefs on August 30. We were already contemplating another importation because we all finally saw how big the production dropped. For the last 10 weeks, we have had withdrawals of 10,000 bags a day, which means that at 440, we are left with approximately 44, 45 days. That is from the middle of August. Out of the 140,000 tons of raw, 40,000 is in Mindanao. In Luzon, there's 4,000 tons. There's nothing in Luzon. We are 150 kilometers to the nearest port, and then you have to send it all the way to Manila, which will bring up even further the price. Lawyer Juan Lorenzo Taniada, speaking for Coca-Cola Beverages Philippines, agreed with him. RC Cola said the same thing too in a statement later on. Since the beginning of 2022, we began to observe a scarcity of butler's grade premium refined sugar as well as a dramatic surge in prices of what available stocks we could source. So, sa madaling salita po, Your Honor, magmula ng umpisa po ng, ng taong ito, nahirapan na po kami magmanufacture ng, in the customary manner. I would say, based on my seven years po in the Coca-Cola system, ito na po siguro yung pinakagrabe. We're pausing for a quick break now when we return more on what insiders are calling an imminent sugar crisis. But for now, a message from our sponsors. To compound the problem, some industry groups say they were left out of consultations. Here's Ruben C. He is president of the Philippine Food Processors and Exporters Organization, Incorporated. Well, we, we are not consulted. Ang problem lang po ng our industry is yung high cost of sugar. Usually kami ang mga exporter, kailangan nun namin ng mababang presyo ng asukal. Kasi po, kung the cost of sugar is high, hindi po magiging competitive ang exporter. Based po sa nakita namin, parang wala akong shortage. Pero based naman po doon sa sinabi ni Yusek Sebastian, dahil sa usage daw, parang kukulangin pa. So whether the shortage is happening now or coming soon, the bottom line is that local harvest is no longer enough. And after first resisting the idea of importing, Marcos has since ordered sugar purchases from abroad while ordering local retailers to slash prices. By the way, Executive Secretary Vic Rodriguez was slapped with a subpoena by the Senate for not turning up at the hearings. Lawmakers believe he could answer some critical questions about who ordered the importation to begin with. Here's Senator Risa Hontiveros. What is clear to me so far is that many things are not clear. And it also seems that many powerful forces are at play. Who is feeding the president or Malacanang wrong information? This was not only about one man misinterpreting intent and acting outside powers. Ultimately, this is the fallout of a messy, haphazard bureaucracy. 
Huwag na natin i-minimize ang damage na nagawa nito. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano and produced by Kat Ventura. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. We're excited to build a community with you and it looks like we'll be able to meet for events real soon. So if you want to stay in the loop, please go to pumapodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Thanks for listening. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.